Welcome back to Babe Sad World, where we go over all things creativity, culture, mental health, and wellness. In this episode, we're going to be specifically talking about creative vitality. I am so excited to get into this. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting literally all week to talk about it. So if you're driving, eyes on the road, but pay attention to what I have to say. And, you know, if you're chilling at home or going for a walk, stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. All right, let's get into it. So when you think of the two words, creative vitality, what do you think of? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know I could put those two words together, to be honest, but I started thinking of, okay, what does vitality even mean within itself? So I looked it up. Vitality means the state of being strong and active, you know, in terms of energy. So when you think of creative vitality, it's kind of like, how can you make your creativity strong, active, and energize it so that it stays longer. I also sort of think of endurance when I think of vitality as well. Um, And sort of just like vital, like life-giving. Let me just check myself real quick. So when I say life-giving, I basically mean that it's extremely essential. With that being said, I also do believe that honestly anyone could be creative. I feel like a lot of the times the arts steals creativity away, but I do think that let's just say someone that is in math or science, majority of the times if you're in that type of a field um, and those type of work jobs, people would just assume them not to be as creative, but that is that could not be so far from the truth the reason i say that is because you literally have to be creative and you have to think outside of the box to come up with new equations and whatnot okay i'm going way into the analogy but i think you know what i mean there are two people that i really look to when i think of creative vitality one that is being kobe bryant you know the whole thing with his mama mentality i have mentioned it in a previous podcast but we're gonna dive deep into what exactly the mama mentality is and how you can gain inspiration from it regardless of who you are and what you do the second person is an all-time queen she has paved the way into the photography scene and the film scene and writing as well and her name is sarah baba so sorry if i'm saying her last name wrong feel free to message me and check me honestly i i would actually appreciate it the mamba mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself that's what the mentality means it means every day you know you're trying to become better if if your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be Mm -hmm. right To do that, you have to practice, you have to train, right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to two. Um, You have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at six. Train from six to eight, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions. Right now, imagine you wake up at three, you train at four, you go four to six, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, nine to 11, right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, two to four, and now you're back at it again, you know, seven to nine. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at four, right? And so now you do that, and as the years go on, the separation 
that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. And by year five or six, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never going to catch up. Okay, that was Kobe Bryant himself explaining what the Mamba mentality looks like in terms of practice from a, an athletic point of view. But how can you utilize that type of advice and make it work for yourself? Well, for one, we're going to go through the five pillars of the Mamba mentality. And the first is passion. The second is obsession. The third is relentlessness. Oh my gosh, there's always going to be one word that I butcher. The fourth is resiliency and fearlessness. You guys, bear with me. I can't say this enough. I was in ESL and I never finished the course, so I feel like I'm really winging English out here. Okay, back to focus. So basically, the ultimate message of it is literally just striving to be the best that you can be. And so how can you separate yourself from other people to be the best that you can be in what you do? And ultimately, the number one thing is preparation. And what pre preparation could look like is literally waking up early to get to work to complete a task five minutes earlier 10 10 15 20 minutes earlier or to get to school or to get to your sports uh team or whatnot you know what i mean anything that you can think of that you want to see flourish and that you want to see ahead of yourself from other people you have to prepare yourself in order uh to meet the opportunity so that you can separate yourself from the rest of the crowd so that when that opportunity arises you've prepared so much and you've had you know that extra five minutes a day or whatnot that you can that timing that you can put into it will just add up so much more and that's exactly what kobe's saying so that at the end there's just no way like it like no one could catch up because all those times that you set aside to wake up earlier for example just to get there will make up for how much more powerful and how much better you will be at the craft that you're doing than other people and so of course with a lot of things that you want to do some people literally can just wake up and say i'm gonna do this and they get it done but then there's other people where they have circumstances holding them back i feel for you first off but it gets to a point where you can't really use those circumstances as excuses because the more you just kind of not really do anything about the circumstance like if you're just constantly saying well you know this is a problem and this is why i can't and you don't really go through the tough to figure out what you can do about what you can't do then you're just kind of beating around the bush and it ultimately just becomes this huge excuse for why you're not accomplishing what you need to i will put myself as an example i've actually been in this situation so many times where before i would say that i'd want to do something and then if there was a situation or something that occurred i'd be like this is why but it got to the point where i had to teach myself exactly what i'm trying to tell you where it's like oh this is why but it's okay because if i break it down into chunks um, and, you know, finish each reason as to why I can't, then eventually I can get to a position where 
I will be able to and it'll just be a I can situation you know what I mean and so to be able to make the change between I can and I can't in terms of the mama mentality is you have to be able to put in action and I think what's really awesome about the mama mentality is the action is essentially up to you and even the smallest percentage could just mean that much more as to what you're going to be able to do in the future and outperform in the future especially if you know if you're putting in again just even five minutes five minutes every day adds up and it just makes that much of a difference but action is so important it's so important and if you want to strive for something you have to put in action it doesn't mean that everyone needs to know what you're doing it doesn't mean that you have to show what you're doing you know a lot of things that happen in the world that you see that are really big businesses and whatnot are actually there's so much preparation done behind the scenes until and that's a form of action as well i feel like i brought this up but that's also a form of action as long as you're not staying stagnant but even if it's behind the scenes, it's okay. No one has to know as long as you know that you're putting in the work behind the scenes. I feel like, especially in our society, it's almost like, okay, if you don't show anything it se or like say anything, it seems like you're not doing anything. And you know what? Do not feel afraid to do things differently. Uh, with that being said, don't feel afraid to stand out. Do things your way, okay? This is your sign. Maturing is realizing you do not have to wear, listen, act, you know, like the current fad. And with that being said, even putting in action or the ways that you put in action or the way you start a business, that is like, that can be a fad within itself. You know, you could follow like businessy trends and whatnot. So just really watch out for that as well. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is if you want to be noticed um, or in terms of separation or if you want to strive to be the best that you can be and follow the mamba mentality you have to put in action so like nike says just do it and i believe in you okay so the reason mamba mentality relates to creative vitality is because to be you know in this the state of being strong and active and like also in like energized and whatnot is you have to be able to have passion to have obsession you know to be resilient and to be fearless and that's where the five pillars even though i didn't mention all the five um the five pillars will carry you towards creative vitality in which like whatever field you're in honestly okay so the second person is sarah babar i'm so sorry if i'm saying her name wrong but i love sarah because she really hits expression of identity to a t and i feel like that's really important for creative vitality because when you're trying to be creative a lot of the times it's you're kind of expressing who you are in different ways like your mindset or you know you know what I mean like your thinking patterns and whatnot and you're kind of expressing that Sarah is so dope for this because she basically innovates and uses her life as inspiration her true self to like regardless of whether it's good 
or bad or just whatnot. Okay, for example, she'll make content on heartbreak or religion. And I don't even want to say content because she's literally an artist. Like, she's not a content creator. She is a photographer. So, back to the examples that I was saying. Heartbreak, religion, you know, where she came from. She immigrated, so she'll use that in her artwork. Her mental health she'll fuse all of that to make her art which is so beautiful it's really raw and sometimes it can be so vulnerable but i love it because she's literally just expressing her identity the reason i think that's really important is because i feel like when you're in tune with your true self you're able to carry forth this supernatural flow state that a lot of artists talk about where they stay strong and staying strong also could mean staying focused you know what i mean so that's why i don't want to say that creative vitality is just meant for artists with it for themselves i think it's let's just say you work a desk job at an office you can use the mamba mentality to separate yourself so that let's say you're an accountant all right to and you want to be employee of the year at the end of the year so if you come into work five to ten minutes early every day if you're obsessed with your work if you're you know maybe even if you're not super passionate about it but you could you're fearless in in terms of the work that you do and you just ultimately just strive to be the best that you can be in that job then yeah that it works for you and then also you kind of also have to be your true self so if you're showing up as your true self your authentic self and you know what i mean like you will reach a type of strength and a type of focus where you will see yourself separated from other co-workers and that's just an example of a desk job by the way when i say desk job i'm wording that so poorly i literally mean just working in an office and that could be for anybody you could literally be in fashion and work in an office that's why we need to end the whole nine to five sucks trend like that needs to die that needs to be dead and gone because it's just not true and it literally doesn't make sense because majority of the people behind the most leading like artsy type like let's just use fashion because i already brought it up so there are a lot of people that work nine to fives in an office working for vogue magazine you just you know you just wouldn't really think of it but yeah, we need to end that. But I just I just felt bad because I'm like desk job and it just sounds gnarly. I, I meant to say office job. There we go. With that being said, I kind of thought of a little practice or exercise that you could do. I've gotten some good feedback from a couple people that have reached out and said, hey, I actually do this and it worked or you know what I mean? Like it, it made me self-reflect more and stuff. So. This one, I would say, I usually say like right to your younger, as your younger self and whatnot to be creative, but I think this is kind of cooler to prepare you to work hard and to strive the best that you could be essentially, right as 80 year old you. And I'm not saying 80 is old, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying that because it's like, what if someone's 80 and they're listening to this? Okay, so let's just say right as a hundred year old you, there we go and the advice you would give yourself now so let's just pat like basically you want to envision yourself and your entire life already panned out you're 100 years old you're in a senior 
retirement home and you like now you just want to give yourself advice based off of what you'd want yourself to do in this moment and i think that i hope that exercise makes sense but i think that it was actually really good because i truly believe that a lot of the times i've said this before i can't say it enough that the answers are honestly within us so if you just kind of self-reflect take some time to sit with yourself and think of okay here is everything that I'm doing, here's what I'm striving for, and here's what I want from life, here are the changes that I need to make and whatnot, what advice would you need in that moment? And instead of going to someone else, think of, you know, like try and role play, think of a hundred year old you looking at you now and think of the types of advice that you would give. And yeah, use them, just see, just see what comes about. Feel free to reach out. I'm genuinely curious about what some of you would write down. So I really hope I brought up some good points to help you endure and stay in flow state and come up with really good ways to maintain your creative vitality in whatever area in your life that you want to maintain it in. And with that being said, that was the end of this episode. I hope you guys had a great week and I hope you guys have an awesome week coming up. I'm going to miss you so much. I literally love, love, love talking to you guys. You're my favorite. Aside from that, if no one has told you today, I love you. And I will see you next Tuesday. I'm off on the adventure. Well, good. This is dedicated to all the kids like me.